The Maverick UFO. All right, man. So today we're going to talk about black business, but specifically what's wrong with black business. All right. What's wrong with the black business? And we both black and we both <laughs> have our own business. So I feel like we are eligible to speak on this topic. Right. You know? So, yeah, man, I'm going uh, to go ahead and let you start off with this one. I, I I don't have no big boom moment for this, but I, I do got a few things to say, but I'm, I'm going to let you start it off. <laughs> well, what do you nah. think is wrong with black business? So before, before we go into the what's wrong with black business, I just want to, you know, just start off by saying that I really appreciate that more black people are owning their own business or getting into entrepreneurship because that's mm -hmm. what we need in the community. Right, you know, right. we need to make sure that we have our own income, that we, you know, have residual income, not just for ourselves, but our legacy and our family. So I just want to throw that out there from, you know, just from the jump. Okay. Now, for sure. What's wrong with black businesses? Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I, I think there, it? I think there are multiple things wrong. Uh, and the standpoint of the actual, the actual going from the ownership to the people that you bring on board and then to the people that you're trying to reach out to or your audience or your demographic or whatever. I think that the first thing is that I think we don't do enough prep and research. Sure. We want to jump right into it. We think of an idea and then we just want to just start, you know, just start putting it out so we can make the money. But we don't know where we're trying to go with the business or what our demographic is going to be. Mm -hmm. If we're just going to have one product or we're just going to just randomly start throwing stuff out, you have to have a vision. And I feel like we lack that in the beginning. So we need to prep more. What, what you think? Um, for starters, you know, I'm going to agree with you and say that I don't think we do enough back end research. I think some of that, too, is because we don't know any better. A lot of us mm -hmm. don't know any better to do that back end research. So what I see happen is that you'll have people start up a business and there's no paperwork filed on the business. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> no LLCs. Yeah. No, no LLC, <laughs> no DBA, no business insurance, no business account. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. they doing yep. everything, mm -hmm. either cash, hand to hand right. cash transactions. No or, Shopify. <laughs> yeah. No, no Shopify. No. What's the other one? We believe Wix. Yeah. Wix. Nothing. Yeah. WordPress. Nothing. They ain't got shit. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they might, most of the time they got an Instagram page, you know, you got right. most people with, with Instagram page, but then the Instagram page fuck around, not even be a business Instagram page. It's yeah. Just, it's just a regular, <laughs> yeah. Just a regular person. Instagram. It's just a, it's just a personal yeah. Instagram page that they are mm -hmm. doing business from. So, right. What I would like to see more black businesses do is take the time to either ask more questions because it's hard to tell people to ask the right questions if you don't know what to ask. So mm -hmm. ask more questions and figure out, have I checked off all the back end boxes before I right. even start to promote and go into business and get into mm -hmm. business, especially with some types of businesses. I mean, you can end up losing a lot of money you know, right. Or somebody can sue you or peep game that your shit not super yep. legit and they fuck around, take you to court. I mean, and I'm not, I feel like most of the time that won't be the case, but right. it, it's, it's a possibility that mm -hmm. needs to be calculated out. But I feel like right. we can negate some of those things by making sure our paperwork 
is in order mm -hmm. before we get into the money making side of the business. Exactly. I also think like even just just doing the research, like looking at other businesses that may be in the same field, the same realm as your business, you may have the exact same type of business as somebody else. So you just want to see what's out there, what the competition looks like, what you can do to differentiate differentiate yourself from other people as well. Like sometimes let's just say like you think of a catchy name or you think of a cool logo, mm -hmm. but you took that logo from somewhere else. And now you, you know, you tiptoeing with copyright, you tiptoeing with a cease and desist possibly coming because you didn't alter your logo enough. You just basically just changed the words up, changed the colors of it. And it was already, you know, mm -hmm. a well-known logo. So you don't want to, you know, bite yourself in the, in the ass from mm -hmm. the beginning, from the jump, because right, you right. didn't do enough, you know, you didn't do enough research. Yeah. Hey, I forgot I could cuss, bro. I was tripping, yeah, but <laughs> no, nah, bro. You say whatever nah, you yeah. want. You say whatever you want on here. Um, yeah, I think I think that that has a lot to a lot to do with it, man. Yeah, for sure. I would I would also say to that point, you know, you want to make sure you do your research on what the trends are in the market, mm -hmm. so that you not only make sure you separate yourself from a copyright perspective or from right. a. a legality perspective but you want to also make sure that shit your brand can pop exactly you know if your I mean, shit look like everybody else ain't nobody gonna give a fuck you know you just exactly you just another sheep in the herd you know exactly I, i'm, I'm flock, all whatever the fuck they are yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm all for like you know i'm all for the candles bro i see a lot of people right now starting their own businesses they're selling a lot of candles like we all need candles in our house but what are you going to do to differentiate you know to mm -hmm. separate yourself from the rest of the candles out there bro like yeah, what is your sure. business plan what is your you know what is your niche a lot of people don't know how to find that one thing that's going to separate them from you know from the rest of the competition so candles i know a lot of people do skincare but you have to have that throw that curveball out there they're looking at yours like okay this is a little different let me go ahead and see what you know see what this is gonna do people don't know how to use like media outlets they don't know how mm -hmm. you know they don't research like how to take pictures of their products they don't look at mm -hmm. how to like make a, a small video so that you can you know just don't take a picture of it just put it on instagram you want to do something that's going to be captivating so i feel like we don't we don't get too cre like a creative enough in order to put our stuff out there so we just got to think more on how to you know make ourselves look better before we hit that you know open now you know open now yeah, yeah. get out there and look look crazy yeah for sure um I promise you don't have enough friends that's going to support you to make your business nah, pop. So hell nah. that's even, another part. That's another part too. So yeah, even if, even if you got your family members and everything buying from you consistently, mm -hmm. that's, that's not going to be enough to spread you out for years to come. And that's um, what people bank on, bro. They think that that's, that's oh, they're gonna get on Facebook and the grandma friend be like, oh, my baby got some new, some new makeup that she's trying to sell. You think you, your granddaughter. And it's like, it's not going to work that way every time. Like a few people may do it, but it's not going to get you the traction or the income that you're looking for. Nah. So a big part of having a business in today's era is how you market. Yep. Um, you know, and we got old school tactics like word of mouth and mm -hmm. you can cold call. But, you know, how many people are going to answer the phone for a number they don't know? You know, especially with call ID and all these spams flying around and all this shit. I mean, sometimes you can barely get an email response from just sending out a cold email, if that's even what you right. call it. Exactly. But you, you have to be able to market yourself. But to your point, in order to market yourself, you have to really understand how you stand apart. Mm -hmm. um, something for me with my business, because I have my own, you know, clothing line, if you will. Mm -hmm. But... Mm -hmm. 
the brand itself, like the X and works and everything, I wanted to tell a story behind the brand um, mm. to make the brand mean something outside of just a symbol, you know, just a blanket symbol or logo or, you know, what is that, you know, real simple exactly. that you just drew. So mm -hmm. I can at least talk to my brand. And when people go to my website, there's like an about you know us and like a sort of like a mission statement and all that type of shit for the brand so i can build that story and that story is timeless so that way as my brand evolves there can be mm -hmm. like a timeline and like a journey associated with the brand and that's going to be different for everybody but i think everybody. i think your brand has to mean something so you can stick by that yep. and then once you figure out what your brand means and then what it means to you I think the next step before you market it is to figure out based on myself, based mm -hmm. on my brand, who is my target demographic? Yeah. Who is your demographic? You know, cause I think a lot of people don't really know, or they, sometimes they get confused on who their target demographic actually is. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes you want it to be that group, but it's really yep. not that group, you know? Yeah, exactly. Or that group just didn't support you the way you thought that they were going to. I think that's a good segue. Cause what I was going to say too, is that, you know, to know your demographic, but also I feel like some people may limit themselves because they only market to a certain demographic. Like if you just make your product to like pro black or like directed mm -hmm. only to, you know, a certain group of people, yeah. then you, you can't really, you're going to reach some type of ceiling because you don't have a different type of clientele. Very so, true. yeah. So I think that is a big part of it. So you know how like with, with kicking is like shout out Greg, shout out Keenan, shout out Earl, shout out Friday, Levi, man, shout out all the like it, it, was, it, was a lot, <laughs> it was a lot that went into that, man. And it's just like of course it's like the thing is it's, it's sneakers. So everybody needs sneakers, but you know, it's open to everybody. Like everybody is able to come in and congregate. Like we have it's a bar in there, bro. So like everybody wants to drink. Everybody wants to be social. You know, we got games in there that people can come actually play. You know, we have shoes, we got clothing, but and we have women's clothes too. We got mm -hmm. kids stuff. So it's like there are different people that can come in and they can all be able to participate in purchase. We even got Funko Pops in there, bro. It's like there's so many different things in there that other people that you wouldn't really think of could come and just be able to, you know, to purchase or to really appreciate. So I think you really have to just again do the research and know what type of people you want to come in and never limit yourself try to do as much as you can to be able to create as much revenue as you can as well mm -hmm, right so i think that's a that's a big thing too because like of course like we we want to be pro-black i see like the you know the melanated shirts or there's like you know you if you have like a skincare line and you only target you know darker skinned people or you know just melanated people those are the only people that can buy your product so you know what can you do at that point Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think I think those are valid points for sure. Um, I know for me, and I've talked to other black men specifically about this before, is that it was very important for me to market and promote my product as just a brand and not mm -hmm. a black brand, you exactly. know, because to your point, I wanted anybody to see what I have and want to be a part of it. And then I think for me at least, the bonus factor is that it's black owned. Um, That's gonna know, be seen, you know what I'm saying? Like they, they you know, know you're black, it's, you're gonna be supported. Right, and you know, you'll, and if you're that type of person to do your research on the brand and dig deep, you, you're only gonna have to dig 
two or three layers before you find out it's a black person that owns it. Exactly. You know, like I'm not, exactly. I'm not hiding that, you know, at all. Yeah. I'm not ashamed of that. I'm very much a black man, very much a black <laughs> business owner, very proud right. of that shit. But mm-hmm. I think honestly, and this is my opinion. So now we get controversial. Okay. I Listen. think, I think it actually in a way, okay. Not, not huge, not, not on a, not on a macro level, maybe. But for sure, on a micro level to me, I think it almost kind of sets black people back when we stand from the mountaintops and shout out, this is the black business. (laughs) Bro, yes. You know, because it's like, okay, so you want people to acknowledge your black business. You want them to appreciate and give you what? Some type of special treatment because you're a black person that owns a business or you just want people to know that you're black and you own the business. Okay, like we see you at your table. You know, mm-hmm. like we saw you on the website and all of that shit. So I think when you right. do that, it is it's not about keeping everybody happy. Like if mm-hmm. if you're pro-black, if you want to only market to black people, I think that's beautiful and you do that at your own discretion. But I mm-hmm. also think that don't turn around on the other side of the hill and shout out that you're oppressed. <laughs> And don't start <laughs> fucking shouting out that, mm-hmm. you know, white people ain't feeling you or, you know, right. fuck this. And, you know, we got to stick together. Quit like to about like you're you're creating a bigger divide by yes. only wanting to target black people. Now, if you're going to do mm-hmm. that, then do that shit and own that shit. Just yeah, be, you got to own it. Just be cool. Mm-hmm. when your sales are limited be cool <laughs> when your demographic is small right. be cool when your profits are <laughs> like you said when they hit a ceiling or when they plateau at some yep. point because mm-hmm. you're only targeting to a certain group of people and you're act your your if i don't know the term but how i feel it is that you're passively actively discriminating and yeah. shutting out other races, other races, yep, other mm-hmm. uh, other cultures by shouting from the mountaintops that <laughs> you're a black business or that you're pro-black. Right. Hey man, last mm-hmm. time I checked, all that money was green. Yeah, the money is for sure green. You Everybody money spend the same. Last time I checked, all that money was green. All them coins were silver, except for them exactly. punk ass pennies. The weak you know ass pennies. <laughs> so, and that's that's what's important to me because I don't want to be judge for being not judged in like a negative you know connotation but i don't want to be assessed being a black business i want to be assessed being a business you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying and then my i want my business to stand the test of time against any business black white brown green purple whatever the fuck i don't i don't Mm -hmm. care you know i want my business to be a business and then i want that business to shine so bright and right. then, then you find out, oh shit, a black dude owned that. That's that. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. now I feel like that's inspiring because yeah, I didn't. Greater I appreciation. Didn't, I didn't pull my black card for you to look at me. Right. I just, I just did great business, and then you mm-hmm. find out that I'm black and I'm, I got hair and shit, and I'm full of tattoos, and now you're exactly. like, oh shit, I can mm-hmm. do that too. Now I've inspired the next generation. Yeah. May not have known they could do that in such a way, and I've made it cool, you know. Exactly. So that's that's no, just yeah. me. That that makes sense, bro. And it's just like, yeah, you you don't have to shout that to the mountaintops because kicking it is the only black-owned business in the domain. So the domain is like one of the you know more popular, more upscale uh, shopping areas in Austin, and we don't have to have that on the door to say like, you know, oh, black people <laughs> own this business. It's just that yeah, people people know that 
we're good people there and that the people who have established this, they're good people too, which is like a good segue. Cause I was going to say, you want to make sure that you keep a good community, bro. Like mm-hmm. that's just one of the biggest things. Like my boy, Colin, man, he'd been holding down Carlos and Greg brought all of us over, bro, because he knew that we connected with the community. We all came from nice kicks, right? So right. we all came from nice kicks, came to kicking mm-hmm. it. And we kept, we kept those relationships, not just with, you know, within each other, but like the actual Austin community, like everybody that came to Nice Kicks, they knew that it wasn't, you know, it wasn't just a sneaker store, it was a place where you could just come chill, you know, you could talk to, you know, level like-minded people and we could just really just chill. So we took that, came to kicking it. And now it's just like, we have that same fan base. So we have those same, you know, mm-hmm. loyal customers that are going to come here. Colin is like the biggest advocate of that, man. If like whatever, whatever he does, or, you know, if he's helping talk to somebody in the store, he wants to make sure that it's a place to where people going to come back every single time. So that's right. I think that's, that's right. another thing that we failed to, to realize is like, yeah, we, we, we so quick and caught up into making the money, but bro, make a connection with somebody first so that yeah. that way they really genuinely want to buy your product or they really want to, you know, help you market your product by telling somebody else. If, if you, you know, just have fast and people can tell, you know, if you just mm-hmm. bullshitting them and you just want them to buy something, right? It's not sure. gonna make them spend their money. So I think that's a big part of it as well. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, I'm glad that you said that because my next point was gonna be what else I think is wrong with black business is that we think about making money and not think about doing business. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. a lot of doing business is not about making money. It's about it's creating not- creating the environment, having good customer service, being consistent, communicating your message, you know, superb marketing, all of those Mm -hmm. things. Um, Follow up, you know, when, when needed, you know, shooting, Mm -hmm. you know, because when anybody orders something from my website, they get an automatic thank you email, you know, that's Mm -hmm. already drafted and ready to go. So as soon as you, as soon as you make a purchase, I thank you because I want to show gratitude for your service because black, right. white, green, purple, or blue, you didn't have to, you didn't have to swipe. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You didn't yep. have to do shit, you know, and yep. you, you've been doing something for the past minimum 14 days to earn that money and then <laughs> give it to me. And yeah, give it to I don't, you, yeah. yeah, like I don't want to ever take that part for granted. And I mm-hmm. think sometimes as black business owners, we can take that part for granted and feel like somebody owes us that. They business. owe you, yeah, bro. Or somebody mm-hmm. should come and spend, oh, you gonna buy from them? Why not buy from me? <laughs> you know, it's just like, that's, that's like the, okay, the like whatever, dog. I mean, I don't have yeah. to buy shit from you. Just like I don't have to buy shit from Walmart. But when I walk exactly. into Walmart, they greet me at that motherfucker. They mm-hmm. got a self-checkout line that's efficient. I get yep. an emailed receipt and I'm not saying you got to be and have all of those things, but right. the big concept to take it will from help that, out for sure. Yeah. Like the big concept to take from that is the, the experience of the service. So right. if you know that you're a black business and your prices are going to be what they are mm-hmm. and there's somewhere else in the world, I can buy this from outside of you. Don't look at me as a black person and feel like I owe you business or <laughs> I owe you support or I owe right. you, you know what I'm saying? Right. Because mm-hmm. if Walmart and Kroger and H-E-B, if they piss me off, I'm going to just go somewhere else. And I got nothing exactly. to do. That's bro. Exactly. But who, but who owns it? You know? Yeah. So if I come up to your table, you know, again, you know, speaking to some things that I have seen that have been wrong with black business. If I come up to your table and maybe I'm not a part of your ideal target demographic, or maybe, you know, I'm I'm a guy and I've walked up mm-hmm. to like a skincare table. You don't know what the fuck I'm interested in. Yeah, exactly. 
So mm-hmm. don't don't see me as a dude and be, <laughs> as a black dude and be like, oh man, you ain't about to buy no lotion, man. All right. Exactly. Like, like yeah. you know, they be looking like, what's up, bro? Like, okay, like we ain't gotta, you know, like yeah. no, stand up and greet me the same way you stand mm-hmm. up and greet black women when they come. Yeah, to these you. women, yep. Because mm-hmm. you feel like they gonna buy some shit from you. Right. Like you, you have to be able to practice that consistency with your brain. That's what it is, yeah. You need to practice. Cause you don't know that I I don't have five sisters sitting at home, you know Hello, what I'm saying? Exactly. You mm-hmm. don't know that I came to your table to figure out what's going on, and I got female family members who are afraid of COVID. But right. if I go and give them a good report on you, they'll order your shit offline because I yep. said so. You exactly, know? bro. So yep. you miss you missing out on money. Yeah. So and and you never know how that plays out. And I feel like or who that person is, bro. That's the crazy part. Exactly. Because business owners are getting younger. You know, business owners are blowing up at a different type of Mm -hmm. rate and capacity. So like owners and important people, as they say, they don't we don't have that cliche look anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, off topic slightly, I get it all the time, you know, at my my full time job as a as a fitness manager, like. Mm First, people don't really know how old I am, which is cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then right. on top of that, they never assume I'm the one hiring and firing people and, yeah. you know, writing all the checks and doing all the mm-hmm. Excel monthly management reports and shit. Like, traditionally, that looks like an old, out of shape, fat <laughs> motherfucker going bald. And here yeah. I am with fucking blonde dreads and tattoos mm-hmm. and shit, looking like right. I can still play a sport for somebody. Yeah, you know what exactly. I'm saying? Yeah. So mm-hmm. that shit throws people off, but you never know who you're talking to. So who you're talking to, yeah. I feel like some of that, too, with black business can be kind of buttoned up a little bit to be yeah, like, there you go. I need to provide the same <clears throat> experience to everybody that crosses my path because I never know what this could turn into exactly there you go i feel i feel that 100 bro so let's let's just throw something out there real you know real quick that we know is is a big thing is depending on friends Mm -hmm. family Mm -hmm. and that that one question that as a business owner as a businessman or business person we all hate Shit, what's up on that what's up on that discount though you gonna ask about the discount before you say anything else and i feel like that is a problem mm-hmm. one for the people who are asking that but also the the fact that that person is comfortable enough and they're not really close enough to where they're going to ask you for that discount and not just fully support you right off the bat mm-hmm. so, so man that, uh, that, that's, that's my biggest pet peeves bro yeah for sure so let me so in regards to that because you're saying how Mm -hmm. and we we've all gotten anybody that has owned any type of operation as a black person like what's up with the discount or can you hook me up or can i get something for free or Mm -hmm. whatever you know my my psychology tip on that shit right is Mm -hmm. people can only treat you the way they treat themselves you know what I'm saying? Okay. So okay, the that. so the thing is, they're asking for a shortcut from you because they shortcut themselves. Mm-hmm. And when they look in the mirror, they don't see a business owner. They don't okay, see Jay. anybody important. They don't see a king or a queen or none of that shit. They see mm-hmm. somebody trying to make it and trying to survive and trying to get the hookup. 
and right. trying to get through and just make it around and you know shit i got i got a homeboy that can do that for you and i got i can get this <laughs> for the low and yeah. i got i got my man over here i got the plug you know what i'm saying yeah. mm-hmm. so when they look at your business they don't see you as a business owner because they don't see themselves that way yeah so exactly. they 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 look at your business and they see black man he's the plug black man is mm-hmm. the hookup black man mm-hmm. can do this and you know take care of me you know type shit because and because in the black community you know historically you know within the last 50 years that that has been the mold that has been the grooming and the conditioning that when we mm-hmm. look at each other we see a, a handshake hookup and a five-finger discount mm-hmm. we don't we don't see this man has taken the time or this woman has taken the time mm-hmm. out with their passion their brand their craft their energy their time their money to establish and create something that yeah. i should fully support so unless the discount is applicable to everybody and anybody mm-hmm. visiting this business or organization i shouldn't ask for that shit. yeah exactly you know i shouldn't exactly. because if i'm really supporting it, if i'm really going to shout from the mountaintops black people black rights black movement black lives matter then why don't you pull out your full black wallet and make a full black purchase? <laughs> exactly. No, exactly. Straight up. But I, f- I also because feel when you that- go to buy toilet paper from Family Dollar, you don't get no discount <laughs> unless that shit nah. is on sale for everybody. Right. So exactly. that, I mean, what what's the difference? Mm-hmm. Exactly. No, I f- I feel that totally, bro. Because it's like, let me let me let me break. I feel like this if. Some if you have close friends or you have partners or whatever you want to call them, if you have a business and they have not made a purchase with you, are they really a partner, bro? Like, like that's like that's not cool because I know that you will spend this money on you know some bullshit or you know on some designer shit that clearly is not owned by you know a black person and you're gonna spend that money but you can't come you can't come shop with us or you can't come shop with me just to show support or just to put more money in my pocket or just money in my pocket Mm -hmm. like bro one of my partners you know Keenan, he don't kicking it so he he made a post about this and you we have to hold each other accountable and i'm happy that he does this because he's not Keenan never finna hold his tongue about nothing that's just who he is and you know it's appreciated because it's like people people will get mad or they'll hit you up and be like hey bro can i you know y'all got did y'all get these shoes in can you hold me this or can you can i just get this shoe and uh whatever whatever even if they don't ask for the discount they still want you to hold the shoe but it's like is this your way of just showing support or do you just really want this shoe i'm just supposed to you know just oblige you and just help you out because at the end of the day these you know exclusive shoes they're gonna sell out with you or you know with or without you that's not really where we tripping about the money coming in because that's going to sell. If you come in and buy a t-shirt, you know, branded t-shirt, you come in and buy a hoodie or a hat or something like that, that's when you're really supporting. When you coming in and you chopping it up, you don't have to be every day or whenever you come into town, you sitting there, you really, you know, appreciate what we got going on. That's how you support. Buying the little stuff. If we just put out like some small merch or a little capsule or whatever, a collaboration, that's showing the support. Not coming to buy this, you know, stuff that's already going to sell out to us so he he put people not specifically but you know he put that out there for everybody to know like that's not your way of supporting me so please don't hit me up especially if we're not that cool asking me for a favor i'm gonna tell you <laughs> buy one of these hoodies all right yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, I just feel like shit that's straight up that's real talk bro nah, that's that, real talk that, yeah that, that that is real talk i mean you have you know we all have certain people in our lives right to where mm-hmm. if, if they if, if they come through and they get something you slide them something for free or right. you didn't told them, you told them as the owner, yeah. you were going to give mm-hmm. them something, you know, right. but it's, it's different when people approach you and your business asking you for handouts, you know, it's kind of mm-hmm. like the relationship talk, like, 
they coming to you about what they want at telling you what you need to do. Like, yeah, what you nah, do, motherfucker, yeah. like, <laughs> don't I'm, work that way. <laughs> like, I have an inventory of shit. We need to talk right. about what you going to do. You know, mm-hmm. fuck that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would, I would also say, um, switching gears, another topic or not, not topic, but another problem that I've seen with black business is communication. Um, as it relates, as, as it relates to customer service, um, you know, you can't as any business, right. Right. And you never see this with big business. You know, you only see it with small business. So I'm not even going to just shit on black business. You see it with Mm -hmm. just small business period, um, for multiple different reasons, case by case, but collectively you see poor communications as it relates to email and text Mm -hmm. and follow-up and you know like the other like customers you know satisfaction type situations and showing blanket statements in general just full blanket statements you know or showing showing that type of gratitude or just Mm -hmm. you know there's there's no reason why as a customer right i should email you about your business and it takes you more than 48 hours to return that message mm-hmm. like this ain't we, we this ain't no we not hooking up motherfucker yeah like <laughs> we're not we not playing no fuck buddy games and shit like yeah i emailed you like where my shirt at nigga yeah you know exactly. what i'm saying mm-hmm. like i ordered this item on this right. day timestamp i have not received a tracking number and i sent that shit on monday i should be mm-hmm. hearing from you no later than wednesday morning bright yeah, exactly yeah you know early seven o'clock yeah. right five yeah. wake up <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. like yeah. i should not send you an email on monday and i don't hear from you until friday at 10 27 p.m like yeah, that's no. that's that's unacceptable mm-hmm. you know and so i feel like when it comes to the communication we have to know and make discernment calls as to mm-hmm. if if you are not built that way, if you are not a great communicator, you need to either employ or request yeah, assistance exactly. with your communication piece, mm-hmm. or you need to go meditate somewhere and figure out how to make a discernment call when it right. comes to, okay, this is how I handle, you know, my, my gal and my boyfriend and my family <laughs> and my personal mm-hmm. communication. And then this is how I handle my business communication, business. bro. It's mm-hmm. why I got two phones. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I like I like to keep everything where it's supposed to be. There you go. So yeah. anything comes to that business phone immediately. If somebody yeah. places, you know, and I'm I'm not putting you on the spot, but you remember no, yeah, when, yeah. When, when you ordered something for me, that shit right. went out the same day. Yeah, same day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, we're not doing that, you know? Yeah, like <laughs> exactly. No, because mm-hmm. I, I, I take pride in my brand. And when you exactly. take pride in what you do, you go hard for it. If you're exactly. not if you're not taking if you're not going hard for what you do, then it don't mean shit to you. You know, people period. gonna appreciate that too, bro. Cause remember, remember, I even put this in the whole group chat, bro. Like right when I placed the order, immediately I was like, Hey y'all, Jay don't be playing like Jay yeah, trying to make I'll sure be... that, that people are really satisfied, bro. Cause he sent yes. this out the exact same day. We don't even live in the same city, bro. So it's like, <laughs> but that's the same day. That's Dude. real, bro. People really appreciate that. And that's gonna make you want to make another purchase. So right. yeah, that's that's big, bro. That's really and, big. And 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 even and even and here's my thing, bro. Like I, I'm all about where you place your energy at. So even if you never buy anything else, like I know that I did right by you and I'm good with it. Right, that. exactly. So yeah. I know that and I I'm not just doing right by you. Cause you're my homeboy. I'm doing right yeah. by everybody. Exactly. So, Cause you're setting that precedent. 
You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm not, you know, you just don't focus on building a tree. You build a forest. So you spread the seeds around okay. the same okay. way and you water and nurture mm-hmm. it the same way. And there then some trees are going to sprout. Some are going to die in the fucking ground. Some are going to grow that yeah. way. Some are going <laughs> to grow straight up. Some are going to fuck around and have some fruit attached to it. You never fucking yeah. know. You never know. But yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm giving everything the same quality attention and same Every quality time, effort. And then at some point, I'm going to get some quality back. So exactly. I'm I'm good with that. Exactly. Now I, I feel that I feel that 100%, bro. I think I think another thing too, bro, is that we just like I spoke to. I feel like we need to be accountable. How you were saying, like communication is key. You got you got to know that there are going to be ups and downs in this business. You know they're gonna mm-hmm. you know there's gonna be low times. So you have to be able to, you know, to work through that to be able to maneuver and do that. A lot of people are afraid to ask for help, bro, and they don't. You know they want to feel like oh I stood on my own two feet and I did this. I got it out the mud. But at the end of the day, the people who have really got it out the mud or who are really prospering, they mm-hmm. have asked for help, bro. They have right. you know reached out to other people to see what it is that they may have not been doing correctly or why they're in this rut right now and how to remove themselves from it so i think that's another thing we don't know how to like accept things and analyze things and then work through them i've seen some people where they get a business you know they're doing all right and then they just hit this like standstill you don't see no posts for weeks you don't see you know any pub and anything for some weeks and then like mm-hmm. let's just say they come up with an idea and they want to put something else out then you start seeing them come back again it's like no that's not how it works we don't went on to the next whatever the <laughs> whatever the hell you selling you know what i'm saying like right, we right. have to own you know we have to own this stuff this is a business we have to really own our business bro right and I think a lot of what you're saying to me just speaks to, you know, like brand consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like, you as my statement earlier, as it, you know, resorts to just making money versus doing business, that's part of doing business that may not be necessarily making you money. And right. I think that sometimes when you have a business or when you have something going and it's not necessarily making money, you either lose steam. It's like most mm-hmm. people either lose steam you know, or they just say fucking and just start doing something else, Something um, else, yeah. you know, and they start putting their energy somewhere to where they can make a quick dollar instead of putting and investing that money back into their business. A- another exactly. thing, too, that people need to understand about owning a business is that all revenue is not profit, <laughs> you know, Hello. and I. And I think that before people start a business, they don't really understand that concept. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that they don't understand it, you know, not not from a bad place. I just think it's genuine. They don't understand that. Yeah, they don't. All, yeah. yeah, all the money you make, all the money that hits your account ain't going to be used for In vacation. Yeah, and they ain't going to be yeah. used for you to hit up Nike.com. And they ain't going to be mm-hmm. used for you to go buy some shit for yourself. It's probably exactly. more than likely it's going to be used to either put back into your inventory. Pay bills. <laughs> pay bills. Put put into your marketing. Pay your, mm-hmm. your staff, you know, if you have that type of business. And then, mm-hmm. you know, you may not see a large profit for a while. Yeah, you know, and that's not throwing shade on nobody. That's just no. That's that's, no, that's, that's real. Is. That's real. That's real life, bro. That's just that's just how it is. And that's it's the same way in retail business. That's why I said pay bills because the lights got to stay on. Great, got to pay the lights. You know, we yeah. you got to pay for the space that you're in. Like we're in one of you know the biggest and the most reputable places in Austin. So that that costs more just to be in regardless. So it's like right. 
it, it goes back to what I was saying about people not wanting to buy those t-shirts, but it's like, yeah, those little things like that, like the small mm-hmm. things like that, that's where that money is really going to come from. Cause yeah, it looks like we, you know, you buying this shoe from us, but we had to buy this shoe from Nike right. too, bro. So it's <laughs> right, like right. that money is not always just going, just like you said, going into your pockets. I think it goes back to what you were saying is how that person that's going to ask for the discount. They're not business minded. They don't think that way. So right. we, we need to, we need to understand that as, you know, as consumers, that that's just how businesses work. Yeah. It may look all glamorous when you walk in the store and on the Instagram and stuff, but it's like, Hey bro, like real, real work is going into this. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah, money is getting sure. spent for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't I don't know what types of jobs you've had in the past, but one thing that kind of has helped me be a better business owner is that I grew up around a lot of catering. You know, mm-hmm. um, my my first catering job was with my grandparents. My grandparents okay. had their own catering company. And then as I got older, uh, my dad established his own catering company. So like my, my first scope or outlook on working was catering and food and having Mm -hmm. to prep and, you know, spending fucking hour and a half at goddamn (laughs) Sam's in the grocery store and Mm -hmm. all of this shit and like going through that process. And then sometimes at the end of the night, you know, you can take some food home. Some food ends up getting thrown away. You have people complaining about how it tastes and, Mm -hmm. and at the same time, you have to provide a certain type of experience. Y'all can't show up to the to the catering <laughs> job sweaty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Y'all still yeah. got it. You still got to be crisp. You know, yep, hair net and hair shit got to be on point. Whatever that yep. is, you know, mm-hmm. everybody got to be in uniform. And then you have to create that experience because exactly. You know, <clears throat> my family they own those businesses. So I was able to see firsthand what that looks like in the back door, in in the back Mm -hmm. scene, you know, back room type of footage as it goes into what it takes to create a certain experience for people who have just written you a check or who have just given you money. And now they're like, all right, we're just going to show up and everything needs to be taken care of. So you got to think about everything that needs to be taken care of, plus shit that could go wrong with the business too. Hello. Yep. You know, so... That's what they, they say, bro. They say some of the best entrepreneurs or some of the best business-minded people come from people that have worked in the, you know, like the food service industry, like been, you know, waiters, waitresses or whatever, because those people have experienced firsthand, like how to make something presentable to somebody, how to deal with like backlash or somebody, you know, not appreciating or not being pleased with the service that you're providing. Mm-hmm. You got to deal with, you know, just like you said, backend stuff, you got to relay messages to the cook. You got to be able to communicate to these different people. You have literally done every single mm-hmm. job of a right. business owner. So yes. like, those are the people that already have that mindset to really just go and get it. Cause like you've been through the mud, bro. You've been yelled at before. You know, oh, you didn't man. have somebody talk to you crazy and have to, co- you know, have <laughs> right. to compose you gotta, yourself. Gotta keep a smile like, you know what? <laughs> it was so my fault. Let me go ahead and get this fist. You in the back like, hey, they might be my last day because John's gonna get slid, bro. Like, but you gotta hold it together. You know, you can't Not bend, too. you can't break, you can't sweat because let's say something does go wrong, right? But they see that you're genuine and that you really didn't mean to make this mistake or whatever happened. You were able to correct it and you fix it. And then at the end of the day, you get that you know you get that check back and they done left you a two hundred dollar tip mm-hmm. you got to be able to know how to like bend and be able to do backflips with people in these situations bro because it's gonna always pay off in the end whether it might be hard at that time bro mm-hmm. you never you never know the blessing that could come out of it in the end yeah for real and i think my my bonus point to that too as it relates to what may be wrong with some black business or small business is that you have to remember that your business is not about you your business is mm-hmm. about your consumer base 
in yep. your your demographic. So as yeah, I spoke to, to you, man. you know, as we're talking about being in the restaurant industry or, or catering business, you know, and having to provide that comprehensive experience for people. Sometimes mm -hmm. what I see is that business owners make the business about the business owner and what they want and how they feel and what they feel like doing and want to do and their stress Damn. level. And it's just like, hold on, man, this, you know, <laughs> truth be told, dog, your business is not about you. It's not, yeah. You know, really not, so bro. you thought getting the business was going to be, you're going to make all this money, people are going to be nice to you, everybody's going to support, nobody's <laughs> going to have like, you're gonna be popular. nothing bad to say, it's just going to be a bunch of good shit, you're going to be able to quit right. your job, your full-time job tomorrow, <laughs> because you're going right. to become a millionaire, because that's what the YouTube video said, you know what yep. I'm saying? And... You know, sometimes you see that type of energy from business owners to where, you know, a, a consumer or customer may have a reasonable complaint or concern or feedback. Mm -hmm. And then you'll see the business owner cop an attitude with the customer. Bro, bro. I hate like, what is that? Yeah, I hate that, bro. You know, especially when you get on like uh, like Google and you look at them reviews, mm -hmm. it's like. I, I appreciate it. I know some people really write reviews whenever they're, you know, only when they're mad, bro. But when you see the owner or you see whoever the representative is to respond back, bro, they take it so personal and mm -hmm. make it all about, okay, well, this situation happened because of this. It's like, no, at the end of the day, this mm -hmm. person who is spending their money with you was not pleased. And your job is to not see why, you know, why you shouldn't look bad about it. You got to figure out really why, you know, what the issue was and mm -hmm. you got to help the consumer. You got to help this person because they should have never been upset in the first place. There was some downfall. There was some mishap that happened and it was your fault because this is your mm -hmm. business and you right. can't get butthurt. You can't be sensitive about that shit, bro. You got to right. own up to it and then make it better for the future. <laughs> Let's say he don't ever come back. But the way that you handled that response to that Google review, somebody mm -hmm. else going to read that going to be like, okay. This person does make mistakes, but they're able to own up. They're able to, you know, to fix the situation. So I'm going to give this person a chance, even though this other person gave him a one star. You know what I mean? Right, for sure. And I think that also speaks to a concept that a lot of black business and small business owners really don't know or have mastered. And that's brand integrity, you know, mm -hmm. because because sometimes you could have a customer who, you know, for lack of a better term, speaking candidly, is full of shit. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, and we've all experienced in in some, you know, job or owning a business or whatever, that one headache ass customer who just mm -hmm. complains just to complain or they nitpick at shit that's like, come on, dog, for real. Mm -hmm. Like you really tripping like that. But at the same <laughs> time, you have to think on a larger level and be like, let me not jump crazy with this person, even though they completely left right now. Right. And let me uphold brand integrity and then mm -hmm. be the bigger person, not only for myself, but for whoever this brand belongs to, even if that exactly. brand don't belong to me. Exactly, um, because, yep. you know, because even when I'm helping you, my other friends, you know, with their businesses, you know, mm -hmm. I treat that business as if it were mine. And in situations where I don't really know what's going on, I'm doing my best to maintain their brand integrity. Because right. what I would hate to do is if I'm doing, you know, a job or an assignment for one of my homeboys who has his own business, and then somebody pipes up at me while I'm on site, and then I pipe up back because I'm like, oh, no, you ain't gonna talk to me like that. See, this yeah. ain't, see, this ain't my fault, because this, this ain't yeah. even my shit, you know, <laughs> That's like. That's not brand integrity. That's not exactly. brand integrity. So it's like, okay, let me, because if I had a representative 
for me somewhere, how would I want the situation to be handled? And then that's how I approach it. So that regardless of like what went down, uh, there's still going to be a positive review. But Mm -hmm. once again, back to 20 minutes before, if you don't look in the mirror and see that person, you can't be that person, you know? So true kitchen. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god nigga Hennessy slushies nigga on yeah, deck yeah, exactly bro it's, it's, the, it's the same thing bro it all, it all comes full circle it's always gonna come full circle bro yeah, but man, nah yeah sure. I'm I think I think we hit everything on the head with this bro for sure for sure